Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. Welcome back, Boston's Big Podcast, episode 67, featuring the one, the only, Superstar Snook. What up, what up, what up? What's going on? Fresh off the album release. Yes. Yes, no release party, unfortunately, but a release at least. Yes. We'll no virtual no virtual release party? Nah, I, I thought about it. People tell me to do it, but I, I was yeah. with it. Well, yeah, that, so, would be, that would be tough to do. Yeah, you know, I'm not fucking Jay-Z, though. I mean, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> if I was going to have fucking 100,000 viewers and shit, I would do that shit. But right. I'm not, not going to look corny on there. I've seen celebrity-ass dudes, and I click on their shit, and there's like fucking like 90 people watching. Like, how do you think I'm going to look on there, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Uh, so uh, the thank album, you for pronouncing my name right, by the way. Oh, you know, I had to. I had what, to pronounce it. I got. Pronounce- I got made fun of by Jarvis Green for my for saying potty. And uh, oh yeah, so, yeah. I so, seen you know, the clip. I, I seen the clip when you had when you had him on. Yeah, he uh, he made fun of me for that, and uh, so you know, I kind of just got to roll with it, you know. But, he, but he, uh, I make sure he got rid of like two or three names, huh? It was a lot longer before, right? Oh no, no, no! That no, was that was that was no Ben Jarvis back. Green Ellis. Yeah, and then there was oh. Jarvis Green. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking yeah. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. All right, all right, yeah. all right. That's all an right. easy no. mistake, though, for sure. That man. is an easy mistake. Yeah. Okay. They played on the same team at one point too. Okay. Which right. is confusing. Definitely confusing. All right, let's rock. I'm sorry, um, I keep cutting you off. No, no, it's all good. That's what it's all about. You know, it's just kind of like you know, we're just chilling. You know, we're hanging. So, we're uh, so you dropped the album recently, uh, yeah. "Last to Leave," right? Yeah, "Last to Leave." Um, you got terminology on there. Always. Always. That's uh, how'd you link up with him? You guys go way back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said we grew up together. Me, okay. Ter- me, term easy. Yeah, artisan, dead eye, the the whole group really. We we we're all from the same. If you're not from Haverhill, you're from Lawrence, so vice versa. We're all right there. Yeah. Uh, so we yeah. So actually, the first, the first verse term ever was on ever on 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 disc was me and Sin's uh, album that we put out in high school. Uh, okay. Is that still in circulation? I think I might have recently somebody gave me a copy and I was like, yo, it was like, cause at the time we were like sophomores in high school. And at the time pressing up a disc was craziness. Yeah. Like yeah. we were like the shit as sophomores that we had discs to sell in school and shit. Hell yeah. And it was at the time it was, uh, it was A&S, which was Artisan and Snuck. So we were A&S and then um, Term was just starting to rap. And um, Term's actually older than me. So I'm like, Term's starting, but whatever. Uh, me and Sin put the CD out, and Sin became cool with Term at um, at Whittier Tech in Haverhill, and um, that was his first feature. Like the first shit we had was is um, featuring terminology. He's on that shit. Dope. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, so I, I grew up. I grew up with T, and you know when T okay. when when T when Term and Easy got together, me and Sin were already together. Yeah. And um, at the time, it was Clip and some other people, and uh, we just kind of. You know, a term kind of wanted to form this. It was basically like a super group kind of just taking like what he thought was the best rappers from from our area of the 978, not the entire 978, but you know, 
Yeah. And then obviously later down the line, uh, Rex became involved too. But we was always family with Rex, but we just made it official, whatever, five, six years ago. But yeah, 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 for sure. ST the squad, baby. Yeah, yeah, it's official. But now nah, I've been rocking with T since day one. I'm on everything. Uh, well, nah, I ain't on everything. He got 30 fucking nine projects, but I'm right. on everything. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's, yeah. See, of course, T's on my shit. Uh, easy, easy as well. Yep, yep, I noticed that. You got D's on there, too. Easty mentioned before the show. D's uh, my that, guy, yo. Yep, uh, that track. Yeah, you were on his album last year, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I was the yeah. only feature on his album. That's yep. fire. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Uh, that's dope. Yeah, D's, D's been around for a long time with the camp and everything. Way back. Yeah, man, a, lot, a yeah. lot of people don't know that and shit, too, because they're watching him right now on that Facebook thing that um, the show-off is doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I remember, uh, like, him and et cetera back in the day. Like the, the whole camp they they came up off of like um like real i would say real battling like when it was off the top and shit so like and and over beats and shit too which is crazy like which i i, I could see that having a comeback too i don't know oh. maybe not maybe not the off the top part but like the the beats could be dope i don't know but whatever but I, to see him transition to that new yeah. school, that new school yeah. form of like, um, when, yo, if these hops in the ring, dog, I want zero pots of him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's my man. He's a beast, yeah. He, he needs to get up Shade 45 ASAP and, and just he's Absolutely. fucking crazy. Murder that shit. In my opinion, he's the best pure spitter, like, uh, his punchlines, his punchlines are crazy. Just the videos, the videos that he posts on social media of him just, you know, sitting in the car crazy. or whatever. Just, I love all of those. To like, have a punch so many punchlines. To have a punchline every every line, every second right. bar is insane to me. So every right. every one is a lead up, two punchline, three lead up, four punchline is crazy to me. Like right, and he's up here with it too. Yeah, you can, and you can tell he's just going going off on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, for, uh, pound for pound, man. He's 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 to me the best pure spitter. Like just fucking turn him on and say go. Like I yep. I listen to these for hours though. What was oh, it like sure. working with him making that song? The other side. Uh, the other side was dope. So so um, video out now. By the way. Yep. Yes. Love the video. Sando films, right? And Rando Sando, yeah, he he hated Rando that. Sando. He hated that me and Stiz named the episode that we had him on. We we ran we named it Rando Sando, and he texted us like, "Really, guys?" Like, <laughs> uh, fucking yeah. So me, so I had a verse. These had a verse, and then I brought him to my spot. Shout out uh, my engineer, uh, Sir uh, Bob Nash. Um, he Shout out. Co-produced my whole album. Um, so these came through. I was like, we knew we were gonna do a third verse. And um, I know how he works. He's fucking insane with it. He's just a freestyle artist, which I'm really not in the scheme of things. I'm more of a songwriter, and I've just always been a writer. Yeah. And so, but I knew it would be dope to just get him in there and just kind of, um, for that third verse, just bounce ideas off each other, like literally. Yeah. Ooh. So that third verse is straight up, like literally on the spot shit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would write a, a, a bar or two. He would write a bar or two. We yeah. would uh, we'd feed each other lines. We'd feed off of each other's lines, and you know, I, I like coming prepared to the studio, to that studio. You know, I do a lot of pre shit here, but yeah. so so I didn't want to waste time. But I knew with these, it's like it's, it's gonna come quick. So so we bang that third verse out on the spot, and then because um, of quarantine, the video shits have been a problem. You know, yeah. So I had I had a, a dude I was gonna shoot my video that day pulled out last second. I was like, yo, Sando, you around? He came through. 
we just tossed up a green screen and got it cracking. Like the day that we recorded it. Word. Well, that's awesome. Having Which that type I also, of flexibility. I did that same exact thing with the with the with the token record that day that we rocked. I just had them come in. I was like, "Yo, let's just go." Hell yeah! yeah. It's dope when you get it in the studio with someone and you can like it's someone you vibe with, you know, and you're just like, you know, yeah. the energy's there, you know. Yeah, and I want to do it a lot, but I record a lot at the same spot, so like I don't want every single video to look like the me and token video. So like, and it will because it's majority of the shit takes place there, you know, like yeah. So it is what it is. We just threw up the green screen and shot around it. Yeah, no, but you guys make it work and everything, you know? Yeah, nah, shout out, shout out to Stan, though. He did, you know, there's only so much you could do right now in quarantine. Like, I got a few joints on the album that should have videos by now, like the static joint, um, you know, a few joints, yeah. but, like, I'm not going to New York. We're not getting the crowd for, you know, for there's certain... For the live shit and everything. Certain shots you need for certain songs, and I'm just like, it is what it is, you know, for now. Has anyone done yeah. a music video with mannequins surrounding them? I feel like that could be a whole thing. That, that should be a thing. I bet someone's done it. Thanks. I bet somebody over I haven't seen it, but... Yeah, I'll like, cut that part out. I don't want to give the idea away. <laughs> where, where, were they, where were they using the sex dolls? Was it China? Oh, right. Yeah, I think in the sports um, stadiums, yeah. Yeah, in the stadiums. Yeah. They were using sex dolls? I saw they were yeah. using like, yeah. animals and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that they ran out or some shit. And <laughs> but I think they got in trouble for using sex dolls. I, yeah. I can't see that shit. That's well, wild. Everyone there just gets laid so much they don't need sex dolls. So they just had all those extras lying around. <laughs> That's got to be it. <laughs> That's got to be idea, it. Though. I like the idea of just rocking in front of a bunch of sex dolls. Might <laughs> <laughs> be onto something. Yeah. Just have them with their hands up. They already have their mouths open. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Maybe that's crowd. where they were coming from. Like, I need a bunch of dolls with their mouths open all the time. Yeah, right? It looks like a good crowd from far away. <laughs> they got their hands up and shit. Yeah. They pump that crowd noise in through the speakers. Oh, it looks like a real crowd's there. Yep. That's Corny how you got to do it nowadays. That's some, that's some Indianapolis shit, right? Hey, hey right, exactly. If you if you were rocking in front of uh, sex dolls, they'd already all be topless, too. Facts. If you, you know, rock so. in front of sex dolls, you can rock in front of anyone. Why aren't we doing this already? There, there needs to be. All, I'll, make that <laughs> I'll make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I would. Per, I mean, hey, if you're on stage performing and the whole, the whole crowd, the whole audience is sex dolls. I mean, that could be a whole thing too. <laughs> having to wade through them. I'm with it. <laughs> Couldn't crowd well, uh, surf though. Another feature on your album. Yeah, go. C4. Uh, yeah. C4. Yeah, the young, the young, uh, the young boy. Yeah, from exactly. You got obviously you got easy, you know, easy money. You got D's. You got terminology, and then you got an eighteen-year-old kid. Yeah, nineteen, he's nineteen now. I think is he that C4. young? He is that young. All right, but he is. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You because wouldn't. he's wise beyond his years. We had him yeah, on the yeah. podcast a little while back with Jules, actually, too. And yo, he keeps. I, I didn't up. know. Yo, Jules is a fucking weirdo for not telling me that shit. I, I would have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, I would have peeped that one. Yeah, yo, he I'm came a through. Ball, man. I'll tell you what, like I'm not, I, I do keep my, um, my eyes and my ears open for what's, what's popping with the younger kids coming up yep. and shit. And that's kind of how like, you know, whatever it was, four or five years ago, I saw Token, I knew immediately. Yeah. Before, oh, he, yeah. before he even started rocking and taking it crazy serious like that. Um, and I, 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 I kind of, I don't know if I'll always be able to do it, but I always wanted to like, even if it's just a producer, uh, put like an up and coming or either somebody C4 or token don't really count in this category, but I like to put like a, like I put a producer with literally no name just from my hometown on the first, like, it's just about mm. 
if your beats is rocking, like I'd rather put somebody in a position somebody might hear them or whatever. Yeah. Not that I'm in a crazy I, position, but you know what yeah. I mean, right? I like to, I exactly. like to, work, with, I like to work with people. I, I ain't about the fuck shit. I ain't about paying people for politics reasons, which has held me back, clearly, my pride and shit. But, um, but with, with C4, I just, um, Jules engineers a lot of his shit. Right. My engineer, Jules from Stuck on Stuff, for, for those listening who don't know, my engineer for my podcast engineers a lot of C4, the rapper's shit. Um, music and he was playing it for me. I was man, the kid is fucking. He's got some shit and it's different and it's dope and his voice is dope and it's different and the lyrics is dope and it's different. He knows how to pick beats. Um, I didn't realize how young he was at the time though. Um, this is li- literally oh, yeah. within the past like six or nine months. Like I just became right. hip. I just yeah, became yeah. hip on C4. And yeah, so I, then I, I just became hip like last year probably when okay, he put out word. the project with Jules with the the Redline EP. Yes, yes. And Jules, yeah. it's funny because Jules be talking about a lot of projects to me and Stiz when we do the podcast. And we like, sometimes we be brushing them off and shit. And like, he finally just hit play one day. And I'm like, yo, who's the kid on that one? Right. And um, yeah, and it was C4. And I was like, man, so I, I did a little research. I looked up on the kid. I was like, man, I fuck with this kid. He's fucking different. He's in a dope way. He's dope. Yeah. So I yeah, reached he's out. he's definitely dope. I reached out. He was with it. I sent him the um, the gelatin green beat, and he just wrote back that he he fucked with it heavy, and then we just rocked. Word. Hell yeah. Yeah, I like I like that shit a lot. That's like one of my favorite joints, man. Yeah, same. No, it's a great track. And so, I actually, I how long had? My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't no. go ahead. No, so I was just going to say, so you had mentioned uh, that, like, g- given you're in a certain position, you you wouldn't hesitate to put someone, like, locally that you believe in on your uh, project just because, like, it gives them exposure and why not uh, bring up people, yeah. like, uh, from your roots. So uh, we right. actually, there's a yet-to-be-released episode we have where we had just talked about this with um, with another guest, and, and they were making the same point that um, – there's some people out there that have had success and, and this was kind of aimed at new England specifically. Like uh, we're not really bringing each other up that much as yeah. far as someone gets success and then they're kind of gone they go somewhere else. And now they're part of another city, not specifically uh, not that you have to stay local, but uh, there is like, I, I think an admiration to wanting to like build up your community and not yeah. just jumping into the, yeah. whoever you believe are the elites at the time and, and not helping people get involved also. You should want to do that, man. Term is a perfect example of that, man. He moved to New right. York fucking 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was, and he still comes back. People, there's a lot of people that people wouldn't even know. I mean, Term puts everybody on joints, man. Like, Term, like, term will put a lot of Lawrence cats on, on joints. You know, fucking Wiz Dakota, C Shop. There's, there's, there's a million talented kids out here. You know, maybe not a million. There's, there's a lot of talented kids, man, from Boston, Lawrence area, Lowell and shit. And... Um, I mean, I see, I see Millie's doing, uh, Millie's does it. I see Millie, Millie's was shouting out like my man, Wiz Dakota and shit. Um, yeah. I went to Millie's show, his show last summer, Millie's and friends. He brought out so many Boston artists, New England yeah. artists. Wiz yes. Dakota was there. That's he right. brought out Token. He brought out Token. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's two different audiences, but. Right. It's still like he was dope. bringing up like anyone who was popping from the Boston area. He was, he tried to get him at that show. It seemed like it was dope. Yeah. Yeah, now you sh- you should be doing that if you if you're doing this shit full time like them, man. You you sh- you should you should do that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I think that's um. I mean, you know, it's been something that's been missing, but like you know, yourself, um, you know, it's been kind of starting to happen more and more around here where people are 
you know, finally not like, it's not like a crab in the True. bucket mentality anymore. You know, yeah, finally. No, I've, but like, I've, I've noticed that in the last few years, it's kind of opened up more on some love shit than on some um, me, me, me shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, obviously it still happens. Sometimes you see it here and there, but like. Of course you, you always you know. come, you always come first. Right. But if you're in a, if you're in a dope position, you know, which I'm not even in, but I'm, I'm just on some music. Sh- oh shit. My shit, my shit really says Gianna up there, man. That's my daughter. That shit. We noticed that. We noticed that. There's we, nothing cool about that shit. That shit should say snuck right there, man. It's all good. It's all I know good. there's a way to do that shit. I was thinking, is there a way to change that? Because mine says Boston's Big Four. Boom. I wanted to say my name. Yeah, oh, you, I, I just I just clicked on it and it says rename something. Boom. Oh, look at oh, that. Perfect. Oh, perfect. I'm changing mine right now. Oh, what's your Damn, mind 60, mind? yo, 67 Eps in and you just found that shit out? Right. I, 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 I never really even yeah. I never yeah. really looked to be honest. I just said I was gonna change it, but I never really tried. Were you guys were you guys always rocking it through Zoom or was this a quarantine situation? No, this is a quarantine, quarantine. thing. Yeah. What were you rocking before? Uh just live recording and then posting the, the footage. But you had yeah. the same you had like the same spot always? Yeah, yeah, we recorded here at my uh my basement. So all right, dope. Yeah. Boston's big basement. Yeah, right, that's dope. That's, that's where my studio is. This my studio is in the basement of my house, man. This is like yep. the beautiful thing, though. And that's it all is. you need yeah. these days. I mean, as long as you can get the right equipment down there and have your sound figured out, Facts. as far as acoustics go, it's going to yeah. be the same as as a professional studio. As long as you don't have people stomping upstairs, which exactly. happens sometimes around here. But <laughs> as long as you don't got them damn dogs barking. Yeah, yeah, that's our, that's probably our biggest problem. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Zoom problem, though. That that yeah. and you that and you showing up late. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's on <laughs> record <laughs> now. I know. Is that, a, is that a, trying to get him? Is that a I'm Robert Williams jersey? Is that a Time Lord jersey? No, baby, Jalen Brown. Oh, Jalen okay. Brown. All right, I like no, it. So Brand speaking, new. Speaking of jerseys, is it worth copping a Cam Newton Patriot jersey? Yeah. Or is it, or is it a one-year jersey to rock? I think it'll be fun to have no matter yeah. what. Even, even if I it agree. is one year, right? I yeah. agree. Yeah. 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 It might, it very well might end up being like the Tebow jersey for like just a year, but like, it was nah, definitely yeah. not. Nah. Nah, you, you didn't buy the Tebow, did you? Did they oh, even no, sell them? Yeah. I was no, going to no. say, did they I, even I sell Tebow, Tebow jerseys? No, I asked Jack, I, as Owen, I never fucking, back in high school, I used to hate that motherfucker. I even, fucking hated when he was here, dude. Even though he was just camp, I was like, I hate that he's at camp. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't want him here. I don't need that shit. Yeah. He's Fuck not good. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Why'd they, why they even bring him in? He couldn't throw. He was so inaccurate. You know, that was a jo- that was a Josh situation. He's, yeah. he's making Josh happy. Yo, we'll bring him in, whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what now I think. Fuck do I know? Now he's playing baseball. Uh, is yeah. he even? Is, is he, he still even doing that? that? Yeah, double yeah. A. Oh, yeah, baseball. He, was he hit a, a home run. All star last year. I don't was even he? know what to say about that. Like, does is, is that know. even like the move? If you're going, for you don't make much money playing. He was an announcer at one point, right? Isn't that? Yeah, for for college, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, I think he should have stuck with that, but I don't know if he had the he, right. He he probably. My guess is that he sucked speaking. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, you would think that's way more bread than playing fucking whatever league bullshit right. baseball that is. Right. Because he wasn't in MLB. Right? No, 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 he was in the minors. He was like he's uh, in the Mets, actually, the Mets organization. Yeah, Double he's a, even, I think. Okay, he's not even playing this year because there's no minor league baseball. So right. he's probably not even playing. Gotta forgive my ignorance. Uh, one thing I am not is a baseball head, so I won't even front, man. I can't fuck with baseball. I'm but he's all on this. Podcast. He got married a few months right. ago, so he's not a virgin anymore. 
Oh, for That's real? Exciting. Yeah. Wow, you good think for that him. would be? You think that'd be bigger news? I didn't even hear that. Like, that is big news. Or nothing. Yep. Big news in his world. Hell yeah! Right? Is yeah. She, she gotta be blazing, right? I didn't see her. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't yeah, see it. She's got to be. She's got to be. You would think. You would, yeah. yeah. You would. Thousand percent I mean, chance she's blonde. I, yeah, that's a good chance. Dude, I'm looking this up. We're, we can do this. Yeah, why not? Look it right up. You do got the technology. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about uh, talk about stuck on stuff. Stuck How'd that on... get started? You've been doing it for how long now? Uh, a couple years now. Okay. Same, about, about the same as you guys. A couple years. We're actually on episode yeah. 60 something or other too. So we're oh, like, all right. Kind of neck and neck. Uh, me and Stiz, Stiz, I knew always kind of wanted to. Um, for those that don't know, Stiz Grimy, uh, former rapper, now producer of the Hillman Morning Show on EEI, is uh, and he dope. started. He actually started with Greg Hill when he was on AAF. Yeah. Yes. Then, then Stiz got moved to the Maddie and Nick show, which was at two o'clock on AAF, going against fucking Felgram Mass. Good luck, kid. <laughs> you you can right. imagine that didn't last too long. Shout out yeah. to Nick and them though; they're cool people and shit. We had Maddie on our show, but um, nope. yeah. So Stiz grind me right now. Uh, he he's uh, still a producer on the Hillman Morning Show, and um, he's we uh, we've known each other for however many years. And we're, oh shit, let me see this. Yeah, okay. she's bad. She's I not blonde, I, but she is hot. I, I, wow, she's fucking bad. I I didn't expect her to be dark haired like that. I like her. Yeah, definitely Man. was expecting blonde. So, like a, there's a picture a, here. This one's kind of Leah Remini thing going on there. Yeah, I see that. There we on go. On that last one, right? Yeah, you think she she's the Damn, he looks like he looks like Gronk in that picture almost. Yeah, right? he does. All right, so long story short, I was right. She started blonde. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, when that became not cool, she went all black. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's kind of bad. What the fuck? What the fuck was what were we talking about? Uh, talking about stuck on fuck stuff. Yeah, stuck on stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Now Stiz wanted to um, do a podcast. I, I I had thought about doing a podcast, and but I didn't want to like um, I didn't want to fucking pigeonhole my shit. I didn't want to get cornered into just doing this fucking because I was a because I people only really know me as being an artist. Um, I didn't want to just be fucking rapper talking rap shit constantly like I. I'm into other shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a fucking wrestling yeah. dork. I love fucking football and shit. Like, yeah. I didn't just want to get. And Stiz wanted to do, you know, more than me. He he wants to touch on like political shit and stuff like that, which I try to stay away from. But horror movies but, that kill you. Yes, shit like horror yeah. movies. We, we need to talk about that. Kill you. We could get on that next. Um, but the long story short is that like I was like I wanted to do one. He wanted to do one. We finally came together and said let's just fucking. Rock. He had he had the spot at AAF. On the very first one, you'll see we're at AAF recording. Yeah. And we just fucking sat down, did an hour-long episode and banged it out. But we wanted it to be about stuff. Like, whatever stuff was popping that week, we would talk about it. Almost yeah. almost, almost kind of like those pop culture shows that used to be like on VH1, like Best Week Ever type shit, mm. you know? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But it's seen through the eyes of two Boston fucking rappers or artists, whatever. Two fucking dirtbags from Boston, whatever, how you look at it. Um, so, and then we just kind of kept rocking with it. Eventually we found our groove. Um, you know, Stiz is way nicer at the shit than I am. Uh, he's real nice with the shit. I'm not at all, but I'm a good. Don't sell yourself short. Well, you guys got a good yeah. show. No, I'm you guys good. have a great show. Yeah. You guys are both really entertaining. I think you play off each other really well. So I hear that a lot and that's dope. I'll take that all day. I'm a good, I'm a good number two. He's a good, what they, what they call in the fucking radio shit. Um, what's Felgo always say? Like a, he's a good facilitator. Stiz is nice with this shit. Mm. Cause he literally works in radio. Yeah. And, um, 
And so he's nice with that shit. And I, I do think we, especially now, now I'll say we do play well off each other and we kind of. Yeah, you only get better over time. I mean, we, we nice. weren't great at first. We're, we're getting better as yeah. we go. But yeah, it happens naturally. Repetition. Yep. It's definitely a muscle to have conversation um, like on air, I, I think, especially yeah. radio. Yeah. It's My a different shit, type you know, of conversation because it's, it's like it's, you can't have any, you know, you can't have any dead. Yeah, you, know, you, you can't have any dead spots. You can't have like Very any, true. any silence at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't don't let me be <laughs> no, quiet. Not, just, <laughs> hey, hey, it's definitely helped. Yeah, me no, you can't have you can't have dogs barking in the background. You know. Yo, this is where it helped me. With, right, like I'm more comfortable like in front of um, microphones and um like yeah. videos and shit. Where like I always I always knew I could um I always knew I could make music and I always knew I could hold my own with the raps. And, but like when I was coming up and shit and they would, they would put a mic in front of my thing for face for like an interview. Like I always felt like I, I sucked at an interview. Like I always, yeah. and like, uh, because of doing a show right now, like I feel like I almost talk, I'll be talking too much. Like I feel like I already asked you guys too much shit than you asked me. You know what I mean? But like, if I remember when, do you guys remember, um, uh, the undergroundhiphop.com. Yep. Yes. The, the store. Yep. Yep. Over there, but, uh, Ian, right? That's the name, Ian. Yes. The main, and they used to do the interviews. Like you would go there to do like an in-store, right? And so like rappers from everywhere, New York, everyone would go to undergroundhiphop.com, the store to do like a CD signing and an in-store shit. And I forget what album it was because it was 39 of them. But one year, like this was over 10 years ago, Term was doing an in-store there. And uh, me and Hectic was with him. Uh, shout out Hectic from ST2. And um, whatever, we rocked. Um, he called me on stage. I rocked. Fucking nailed it. Crowd loves it, right? Get off stage out front. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they fucking, the kid Ian, who runs the joint, he puts the fucking, starts interviewing me. And I just fucking sucked, dog. I'm just like, I'm like, ah, I got a new song. It's got Static Selector, I hope. And then this and that. I just fucking, like, <laughs> not, not comfortable with it, you know? Yeah. And, and like I heard, um, so at the end of the night, we're leaving, we get him dabs, yo, thanks for having us, blah, blah, blah. And dude pulled me aside uh, and uh, he was like, yo, man, you fucking, your rap's crazy. He's like, you fucking suck with the interviews, like basically. <laughs> Long story short, Everybody he was like, needs media training. That's hard. I was going to say, I feel yeah, like. He it... was like, yo, you got you to gotta get your, your interview skills up, which is crazy though, because like, I'm, I'm not like a shy dude in real life. Like I'm confident, I'll, I'll, I'll engage, I'll talk to I'm a people person, like in general, but like something about when that mic just went like that in front of my grill and I seen the lights on and shit, like I wasn't me, you know what I'm saying? Like it's right. Yeah, I think it takes a, a certain type of person to like actually be comfortable with that stuff, like right off the bat. I think most people are uncomfortable having yeah. a mic shoved in their face and, you know, with yeah. cameras on them. It's like, it's not a natural feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's especially, really, it's not. especially like, coming off the stage or something or like like think about it like you were yeah, just like too, yeah. doing your thing like you know you're you're in a whole nother world you don't want to sit and talk to yeah. someone for like 10 minutes or however long the interview's yeah. gonna be and you know especially when you're not used to it it's just fucking weird man it's just weird right. and when you don't 100 percent know uh who you are yet and shit and like which i always felt like i knew who i was but as far as what i was uh giving off and portraying i didn't want to do too much of one thing because i didn't want to get fucking like cornered into hold, just yeah. being this one shit and like you know a lot of my a lot of my group when we were especially early on st the squad coming up it's a lot of gangsta ass fucking dudes and we roll with a, we roll with a lot of gangsta ass fucking street dudes and like you know i didn't just i didn't want to just be on every track talking about guns and then always get 
uh, you know, street shit questions and street shit have to deal with street shit everywhere. But I also didn't want, you know, cause like this, I'm, I'm, you know, saying I'm funny is corny, but like I enjoy comedy and shit too. So I like, I like doing funny shit too. And like, yeah. I didn't want to get yeah. like, I didn't want, I didn't know exactly which snug to be at the time and shit. And so when a mic came in front of my face, it was just craziness, man. I was all, I'm all of these things, but I'm all in one. And like, right. I didn't know how to portray that. As in, I, I feel like I do a good job of it through my music, but if somebody just puts a mic in and they want me to talk, I, at least back then anyways, I, I didn't think I did a good job of representing who I, who I was 100%. Yeah, and I think if you pulled, if you put a million people in that position and then pulled them afterwards, they'd probably say the exact same thing you're saying. I don't think anyone feels yeah. that they can represent themselves like right. accurately on the spot the first time. It, and like, I can't imagine people that's in like real positions. Like I, I ain't, I'm fuck, I ain't shit. I'm nobody. Like we're talking about people that actually have like following of like a couple hundred thousand people or even millions. Mm. And they're, and they're early on and young and shit. Like say some outrageous shit, man, or do mm. some outrageous shit. Right. You got to watch your every move, everything you say. Like now. When, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, I did want to ask uh, where, um, where did Snook come from? Forgive me if this has been like spoken of already. I'm sure you've talked about these things. And did you always have Superstar with that? Or is there nah. a... So I'll tell you this. It's literally the shittiest story of all time. The worst, it's not, it's not, not on, not on you, but it's the worst question of all time to ask. Oh, my bad. <laughs> only, only because for me, for how whack the answer is. Um, <laughs> so like, nah, the Superstar thing came, came later. Um. So my name, my nickname when I was a kid was Snuckus. The thing behind that is really makes zero sense. It was just, um, when I was a little kid, I heard the word, somebody said the word ruckus. It might've been when Wu-Tang first came out and they were like, bring the motherfucking ruckus. Mm. It, yep. it must've been that. But anyways, I just thought the word was mad funny. I never heard it before. I thought it was the silliest, funniest word ever. And then one day it was like ruckus and I was like Steve, and I was Steve and well, I don't know if we were freestyling. I said, Steve Snuckus and like, it was just a funny ass. Just, yeah. it just sounded, yeah. Like the word sounded funny to me. Yeah. You know, I was with my man Kamal and my man Vegas at the time. And we just laughed. We were like Snuckus. And then like the next day, they were just calling me Snuckus. And I was like, it was the weirdest word and funniest word at the time yeah. when you were a little kid, right? And yep. then so I was like, all right. So I started rapping a couple years later and we tried, I tried this acronym thing. And I was like, forgive me for the K, right? But it was some never understand because it's sick. And, um, and that was like when I was like 14 or 15, we put out a little CD, like my name was Snuckus and the acronym was something never understand because it's sick. Wackiest shit in the world, right? <laughs> beyond, beyond stupid and whack. But um, over the years, uh, it just got short, like how terminology's term. Uh, yeah. So like, you know, when you're with your crew and shit, like I was just, I became Snuck and it, it started in sixth, sixth or seventh grade. And I just been snuck my whole life in the streets. Everybody always called me snuck. Nobody knew my government. Literally until that piece of shit Facebook forced us to do that shit, right? <laughs> and I almost left Facebook for doing that shit because I don't like that shit now. Now, now we all know each other. Government shit is weird as fuck. Mm. But um, but yeah, I know, so, right? So my name I... was Snuck forever. My first, the, my first CD I it was just said Snuck or whatever. That was my first mixtape I put out. Um, and then um, and then what happened when? We would, I think we were working on a very early on ST the Squad project when my man Cliff was more heavy into it. And I was kind of bragging and acting like a fucking diva kind of and being like, yo, fucking good luck. Uh, like I, I, I left the booth, I had a verse. I was like, you know, good luck going after me. Like, you know, we all, <laughs> we all fuck with each other and shit, right? 
Yeah. And so like he just, I was acting deaverish, superstarish, and then Clip one day was like, "Yeah, all right, superstar, like fucking calm down, whatever." <laughs> it was some along those lines. It was like, "Yo, calm down, superstar," like you know. And then I just remember, like literally right there, I was like, "Yo, that's dope." And it was the S too, it was the two S. I was like, yo, Superstar Snug. I, I added that shit. I, I put an H on the end so they knew where I was from. And that was yep. Hell yeah. And, so the reason I, I thought to ask that was because you had mentioned like um, you didn't want to put yourself into one bucket and say like, yeah. I am just a rapper. Like some, so you're wearing these different hats. And I kind of see that as like, that's a superstar, like someone who does like everything. And, uh, yes. and it kind of it ma- it makes sense yes. that that's kind of where you would manifest that. And it's kind of where I took the um, where, I, where I took the name Man of a Thousand Styles too, um, which was the name of my first album in 2016, and the mixtape Man of a Thousand Styles is a name I stole from um, Dean Malenko. I'm a fucking wrestling head, and Dean Malenko back in the day was called the Man of a Thousand Holds. You just you know what I'm saying Grap, grapple you up all this crazy shit. So I was the man. I, I said I was a Man of a Thousand Styles because my crew, especially at the time, it was like super boom bap especially when we were younger right yeah and like at the time the, um, when we were kids like shit wasn't called trap yet it was like i would call it the bounce i would be like yo give me something with the bounce because they knew i could do the double time mm. and there really wasn't like there wasn't these genres yet like trap and fucking down south all tra- yeah all the sub genres i just knew i liked that fucking bounce man i always did yeah. right and like it's i was fun. always fan when Jay did it. I was in 94. I became a huge Bone Thug fan when they dropped. And um, yeah, man. So that's how, you know, Man of a Thousand Styles. That shit all ties into what you were saying about just not kind of being fucking stuck in, in the one thing. Like, but I, I'll boom bat my ass. Like, I love a good fucking hip hop beat. And I'll rap slow. And sometimes I feel like I do even better that way. Um, but the fashion comes natural to me, too. And I like, I love the bounce. I just love being able to do everything, man. Like, um, when, when Big Pun was like, yo, how, how you want it? When the hardcore, commercial, the, whatever, I got it. Like, that's really how I felt. And, like, I related to that shit when he said that shit. I, I felt like I, I will get somebody on, on any type of record. Hell yeah. Even, like, the, like that Doc Antle record that you dropped. Yeah. Like, that shit had the bounce to it that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, like, okay. you did the uh, Thousand Styles in that one I yeah. learned. I, I do. I, I try to. That's dope that you notice. I do try to do it, and especially with like random freestyle joints like that. Like, I mean, not not to like fucking not not just because you're on the podcast or whatever, but I threw it right on my Spotify playlist. That shit, like, it sounds good in the yeah, whip and fine. everything. Like, I I was bumping that shit. You know? That's oh, that funny, Doc Anto. It's funny. I seen on the list the other day. You know how they send you like your monthly or your weekly shit on Spotify and iTunes Music, all the shit if you're an artist and like. Like, Doc Hansen would be up there, and I'm like, man, I just threw that out because I was bored on quarantine, and that shit is dope. But what I do, right, is I, I rap regular for most of it, and I throw the shit out for, like, two to four bars, and I fucking rain it back in. Like yeah, fucking, yeah, Fucking Scorpion for Mortal Kombat. You throw the shit out, and then you pull the shit back in. Because Hell you don't yeah. want to overkill it because people are going to be like, I don't want to bump that shit. I'll never learn that shit. What's the point, you know? Mm, right. But exactly. It, it's dope to throw it out there every now and then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. No, you definitely. Not, I I get what you're saying because you definitely did do that too. Like you kept it interesting. Yeah. You know, look, it wasn't. It, it's like, funny because I'm like I'm known for for that for the fast shit. And if you really like actually listen to my music, I really don't make a lot of songs like that. I'll do a verse like that from here and there, or I'll do two to four bars from here and there, like I said, and bring it back in. 
But like, it's, whenever somebody hollers at me for a feature, I swear to God, it's a fucking bounce beat. It is always a fucking double time beat every time. Yeah, and, and then they want like a straight fast, like straight yeah, which, fast. Which I don't care. I wrote one last night for Term. Term sent me some shit last night from Conductor. Conductor just he's popping right now. He's a up and coming producer. He just got two joints on the new West Side Gun album. He got right. he's super boom back. Um, he actually, I don't know if you heard um, terminologies of uh, vintage horns from last year. Yep, yep, yes. Uh, I, me and me and Term on the title track called Vintage Horns, and Conductor produced that. So okay, anyway, he sent me one last night, and I felt, you know body that shit in it. Um, quick, fast shit, you know what I'm saying? I, I I feel like it's easier for me to write the fast shit to be honest, but it's I don't know. Why do you think that is? I'm not sure. It's just it's uh, I. I I think because I started doing the shit so young. Yeah. Like I, like when Bone Thugs first came out in 94, I mean, I was little, little, little in 94. I, was, I literally would hit the tape deck at the time in 94 and wait for jamming or whatever the fuck it was at the time in Boston to hit record. And then I would fucking write the words down to Thuggy Shruggish Bone. And okay. I, did that, I did that once before where Easy e had a rapper on his shit that went kind of a little fast um not bg knockout i think his name was it was okay it was, it was simple it was like uh, i'm the knockout definition of a general baby gangster which don't sound crazy to us right now right but uh, but i took it as definition of a general baby gangster like just that little pot i couldn't right. believe that pot was real so yeah i, I always my, my tongue been ready since 94 with shit like that so i just i, I always studied shit like that and especially you know you know, and Jay, Jay does it, but he does it in a different way. But yeah, but whatever. I just yeah. I don't know why it's easier for me, but it, I um I get inside the beat like so like so when the beat is like this and and I'm right I right I just I don't know I don't know how to explain kind of how it is. Yeah, it, that is something that I I think like we touched upon this in other episodes. Like, there's like a flow state that like, and I know flow is obviously like a whole part of music but like a flow state that like your brain kind of gets into where like you're just like you're feeling your way through that beat pretty organically and, and like that's yeah. how you like find where it hits and everything like that and you yeah. can kind of like without knowing the words you're saying you know exactly like where all the things are you, you kind of syllabled it out and and yeah. it's almost i've heard people say like it's like filling out a puzzle like you know you know it's going to sound like this but yeah. you haven't got all all the words for it yeah. yet so i imagine like putting it in like that um and, and if, if it's something if like, there's one if there's one syllable off or, or like I don't know I overanalyze my shit and I'm I'm like uh I'm like technical with this shit man that's why um that fucking that that Eminem uh interview that um that crooked eye did I don't know if you guys watched yeah, it yeah I saw that yeah like I never fucking watched the interview and finally was able to like feel like I so I related on something that I feel like a, a lot, most people don't like when he was talking about the intricacies of of um like the syllables and shit when you're doing certain shit. And like, if the shit is off, especially with the quit, with the double time shit, if one fucking syllable is missing, probably most people wouldn't notice it, but it will fuck my whole life up forever. If, yeah. I, let, if I let it go like that. Like, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's different. I also think it could kind of be like, to give a visual example of that, like, you know, when people will have those like distorted, um, like almost like kaleidoscope, it'll be like two circles perfectly like inside each other. Yeah. But it looks like they're like not at all, and it's almost like if you just have one syllable wrong, even if you lined everything up, it doesn't sound yeah. right somehow in the song. And that's yeah, like 
yeah. happens to people. And like, dude, Owen, Owen has the best analogies. I swear. That's, a, that's a decent analogy. It's a Every episode. Analogy. I, that's all I do. I just write down that's possible dope. analogies. <laughs> and I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> like, when can I use this one? This is a right. <laughs> I swear he does that. So, Easty, you you rap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm. I've been rapping for a while. Yeah, I just I've been slacking for a while. You know. But you know so um, you know you obviously you you understand what what the fucking shit is like when you know when you get like Owen was saying man, when, when you're basically inside a beat, man. If you're really ri- oh, riding, yeah. you're, if you're really riding a, a beat, right? You 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 feel like you are the beat almost in a way. You're you're adding a different part to the beat, and it's supposed to go like that, like in the most smoothest way possible. Yes. That shit will fuck you up if it's not perfect. I know. Um, well, like, and like the, the other thing too is like, we're always thinking of shit cause we have a different ear and like, like I'll be like really trying to perfect like one little thing and like, I'll finally get it. But like in the meantime, like, yeah, you know, someone else isn't like someone else not with the same ear. Yeah. Like, yeah they're yeah. not going to pick up on that shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, so like, yeah. I remember like, I don't know, back in the day, like when, I mean, obviously I was like still like trying to be like a perfectionist but like i don't know just kind of like not crossing all the t's dotting all the i's like when we were all doing the group shit um like i just remember like you know there was certain times where we were like dude you've been working on this one like piece because we'd all do it but like you've been working on this one piece that nobody else is gonna know except for the six of us that are in this room you know and like yeah that happens all the time I mean, I wish it's good know. to be a perfectionist, though. I feel like yeah. it, brings, it brings the best out of you if you're yeah, trying to yeah. make everything perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's frustrating oh. as hell, but it brings the best the best out of you. I think. Yeah, I'm one thousand percent that way, and yeah. I'm a, and I I overproduce. It's crazy. I, I I don't know how to make a beat, but I'm a I'm a producer. I produce the fuck out of shit. I'm like I'm like Diddy with the producing. As long, do that, do that, do this, do this. End yeah. of the day, it should be my name on fucking everything, but I didn't make the beat. But Executive you, producer. Yes, I do do that shit. Um, I'm I, I I overproduce and I and I fucking love every second of it. Like I'm heavy into like where where drops need to be. Um, I won't rock on a fucking beat unless I got the entire beat tracked out. I know cat, you know a lot of cats will just rock over the two track and be happy with it if they can't get it tracked out, but. Got to have this shit tracked out because for me, the way I produce shit is, you know, I might just want to drop one fucking tiny little sound from a drop. It doesn't need to be the whole beat out. Like, I don't yeah. know. I'm, he- I'm heavy into that shit, man. I just you just want the hi-hat out or something. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I do. I, I produce the fuck out of my shits. Uh, and, and Bob Nash, obviously. It's his, it's his fingers that's doing it. So. Hell yeah. Word. That's uh, it's dope that you got like you know you got your boy though like you need you need that when you're trying to like and maybe that's kind of why like I mean no offense you know but like uh, to anyone but like I don't know I haven't had that like one person that I'm just like comfortable like 24 seven you know you jump in you can do whatever you know yeah. not not to jump on uh, how you was like man of a thousand styles but like you know if you want to try something new sometimes you ain't comfortable around like you know dude you only met like Two times you're like, damn, yes. I don't like, like my yes. melodies, like, I know for yeah. me, my melodies, I don't, like, I don't write hooks that great. So, like, if it's not someone I'm that comfortable with, I don't really want to record the hook in front of you. Cause yeah, like, if it's like, yo, you yeah, just true. met the engineer for, like, two times and you're about to go in there and do some wild shit and you right. don't even know, like, uh, maybe put a little auto-tune on this, you have no fucking idea, right? Yeah, that's, you're that's like, I'm trying this out, but, right. like, like, 
You got to work you with people it. that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. yeah. So one like thing, bro. So my Bob Nash, I've been working with. That's over there at Walker Sound. That shit is the house that ST built, man. I've been working with him since I was literally a kid. So yeah. engineer wise, I feel very, very secure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then producer wise, I finally have found my guy over these last three, four, five years. My man, shout out to Paulie Cicero. He was formerly okay. Paulie. He was Paulie Fingers on my first album. He's Paulie Cicero now. He changed it up. And I finally have, like, I feel like I have a sound now that you can expect from me because that's half, it's because of Paulie Cicero. Like, his beats are, to me, and this is another example of what I was talking about earlier. Like, like, you guys, like, you know I know term. You know I know static. Like, I, if I really wanted to, like, bother people, I could, right? I'm telling you right now, though, my favorite producer was a random white kid from Framingham, Massachusetts. His name's Paulie Cicero. His shout out Paulie Cicero. Yeah, yeah shout out Paulie. Yo, yeah. he, he makes the most fire. I'm telling you right now, he's my personal favorite producer. And that's right. why, and that's why, um, if, you know what I'm saying? That's why, what is it, 11 joints? I say at least six or seven of them joints say Paulie Cicero on them shits. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hell yeah. It's Static Selector, L5 from Lawrence. And the, and the rest of them shits is all Paulie Cicero. Um, I don't Polly Cicero. Yo, the kid is fucking crazy, man. Crazy, Where can people man. find him? Is he on social media? Yo, his social game is beyond corny. He's the absolute worst. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the absolute worst. His, okay. But, um, but yeah, now nah, he is He is on it. It's, uh, it's Polly Cicero. If you look up Polly right. Cicero on IG and shit. All right. You, you wouldn't even know. He's just fucking, but that's my guy. We make great music together. I just, I have a sound now because of him. And I got zero problems with the fact that he's not like famous and shit. I will right. not pay. Um, while we're on a topic, like, like I know what it is. Like, I I know what I what I could have did and couldn't have done and shit. And, uh, you know, this shit has hurt me over the years, and I'm I'm cool with it. Like, my pride is an issue to me. Like, I've never paid for a feature in my life. It's hurt. Yeah. Me. I've never paid for a produce uh, production production in my life, and I refuse to. And I get that it's held me back. I just don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, like, and I spent my entire 20s, or I should say my teens and shit, and on my 20s just really just uh, getting wasted and, and drinking all, all the time and being like, yo, you know what? Like, especially when I was a teenager, I was like, yo, but I'm fucking, I really thought like this, like, yo, I'm nice, so like, I'm good, right? Like, shit is gonna pop off, right? right? I got a man. And I just, I just never, um, I never went for it though. Like, like T, like, so like, term, took that drive to NY. He did all the yeah. necessary steps. Term deserves everything he gets and more because he's the, he's the number one hustler in all of rap. He works harder than anybody in yeah. the rap business. That's 1,000% guaranteed. 30, 39 albums, right? 39 albums. Incredible. And not just the, it's not even just the music, too. It's just like he's everywhere, you ain't never there type of thing, you know? Yeah. But he's yeah. about that shit. I, I, was more, I was about getting drunk and, you know, my business, at, my business was at home, especially in my 20s. I, I sold drugs and I made rap music and that's it. And I thought I was the shit. Um, but that didn't translate into money music wise. But it's still something I always did because I just it's just what naturally I do. It's, I don't know yep. what else to do. But, I, you know, I only, wherever I was going with that, it was just mostly because, you know, I rock with who I rock with. It's, it's not it's not based off like fame or features or none of that shit. And just, just, know, just know that anything you see on uh, even like Man of a Thousand, you know, you see anybody, anybody I get is based off uh, either respect or, or, you know, just 
respect, to be honest. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's that's one thing too, like um, you know, talking about like in the younger years, like that's that was our downfall, like my crew's downfall. Like we just all drank out of like you know, I don't know if you remember like the L E G like team back in the day. Uh, but but they, they used to rock out at like the Hopper's Ferry and shit like that. Like I remember Hopper's Ferry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like that they were like the older kids, but like then me and the kid who I was most comfortable with pro and I'm still like comfortable with him, recording with him and everything. He works over at Jay's studio in Brockton. Okay. Um at the Animal House studio. Um oh, all right. but um, you know, we like we linked up with them and it was dope, but at the same time it was kinda like that, you know, we got in this like comfort zone where like we were like, yo, we're yeah. like we're like running shit and like we weren't doing yeah. nothing, you know. But we were Not we bad, had like yeah. that we had that same mindset too, like um you know, like You gotta actually uh, like, go for it. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like and talent 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 isn't uh, if somebody told me this shit when I was young that like yo t- talent just isn't enough. Cause the kid it's that not. sucks, kid that sucks at making music, will pop way before mm, you if right. he fucking goes for it every day. And yeah. clearly, we see that because we have FM radio, so it's like you yeah. know what it is. Right, right. Hard work beats talent. Always, always, always. always. Exactly. And but I you remember know I, to sorry, just to elaborate no. on uh, Eastman's point, he had mentioned like uh, a couple of people. I, I'm not sure he, you'd said someone had like bought a box of t-shirts and thought like, well, this is it. Like, it's all just going to snowball from here. Like, and it, <laughs> right. yeah, it, like, no, has... yeah, yeah, no, we like, I mean, even me and Mikey, when we just did the duo thing, like we fucking, we did a show at the middle East and we bought a box of shirts and <laughs> we were like, all right, let's couldn't tell you shit at that point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, all right. And we sold out all the fucking shirts in the middle East. We were yeah. fucking on top it's be- of the world. It's a beautiful feeling when leaving that night. Right. Yeah, until like fucking like a week later when I'm like, damn, where'd all that fucking money go? We're like, yeah. we should have put it back in the t-shirts. <laughs> we didn't get more t-shirts. So what the yeah. fuck good was it? You know? Yeah. And that I don't know. That like when I say like I've been slacking, like I don't know. I guess that was like when I started slacking when me and Mikey started slacking. So it was like a year and a half ago. But I'm picking my shit back up. Don't you worry. There you oh, go. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no you, look. EC I, just I, dropped I, a track recently. I wasted, yeah. Look it. I wasted ten, maybe even more. 20, 10, 15 years, it's getting fucking wasted just being like, oh, T, you need a feat. Like, people mostly know me as being a fucking feature on term projects and shit, right? Or ST the Squad. Mm. Like, for, like the majority, if, if you know my name at all, it's because you heard me on a on a term record or something, right? So, like, well, or, or the podcast now. I feel like now, that's... Now or that, yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. But, I know, feel like, for me, it was a show. I, th- I think I... Um, like, I think I seen you on a... Uh, show flyer or something back in the day like, or not back in the day probably like six seven years ago I don't know the, yeah. I feel like the Middle East or something and then I was like I seen a video like right after that and uh, that's when I was like oh shit like damn this dude's been rocking for a while he did some homework and shit you know yeah yeah for sure I've been rock- so that's the thing it's crazy how long I've been rocking and how, how long like you know featuring Snuck has been a thing for mad years and it was literally, it wasn't until 2016, until I dropped Men of a Thousand Styles, that I actually dropped my own album. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the last four or five years, I kind of I got my mind right and shit. And like, you know, taking this shit more, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I'm just something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to always do. I just want to make dope records. I feel like I always make dope records. And uh, a lot of times I don't even release them. But in the last few years, I, I, I've been releasing them. So 
Man of a Thousand Styles was big for me because I got a I got a deal for Man of a Thousand Styles, and I fucking in turn didn't get it for me. Stat nobody got the shit for me. Like, um, fucking did it for you. Shout out to uh, Traffic Entertainment helped me get help. They gave me a distro deal, put the shit in stores worldwide, and it was right. based off it was based off a lot of the a lot of things that I learned from Term, and he he helped school me along the way. This is what you need to do. You need to write mm-hmm. a, a it's called a one sheet. Send that to the label, blah blah blah. If, if they want to fuck with it, if they think they'll sell, whatever. And so that shit got many of a thousand styles in stores. And this is 2016. I'm mad late. Like I was yeah. supposed to, I was supposed to do this shit 10 years ago. So like once I seen that shit, and I actually had a decent uh, amount of success for somebody that don't have fucking hundreds of thousands of followers or even tens of thousands. I'm like, all right, this is dope. So like I felt, yeah. I felt the love off the first one, and so I'm just gonna keep dropping them now. Hell yeah, your shit's like, uh, it's like organic too, you know, like it's like straight up like, you know, that the love for you is real, like, you know, people know you like, you know, even though you you didn't drop your own album till 2016, like you said, you know, you've been around for a long time, people know you and, you know, people don't forget, you know. You're good. At least, People at least out here, man. I'm I'm hoping that I'm hoping at least New England knows what it is, you know? Like I think they do. I think we do as a whole. Yeah. Um I'm I'm cool with that, man. What was it uh what was it in twenty sixteen that made you finally decide to put a project together? You know, I always want I mean I did drop mixtapes, you know what I mean? Like yeah. so like a year or two before that album, it was the Man of a Thousand Styles mixtape. Right. And you know, Whatever other fucking, whatever there was, there was another mixtape. Whatever, you know. So I did it, but I was just so inconsistent. Like, so I would drop something, just get beyond wasted every night for three years straight, and then drop another thing. Don't yeah. take me long to drop. I made fucking. I literally made my other album the other day in the studio. I did it in a fucking day. Just now, <laughs> granted, I'm gonna go back and fucking mix it and get the features, blah blah blah. But my portion is like, like, I'm pretty quick with it, man. I come prepared, like. It's it's not like something hit me in 2016, but in general, my shit has just been more together in the last, you know, bunch of years. Yeah. You know, wifey. I have a daughter. Yeah. I have a daughter. Some some of that shit will, you know, I won't front like I didn't. I wasn't like, it wasn't like this slain thing where I had like uh, like I'm sober now and like everything is my mind is clear and everything. Like yo, like I still get it in. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so, but what I was able to do was like, I kind of like took a look at the big picture and I, I was able to scale back a little. And by that, I mean, no hot liquor on weeknights. I just do beer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, yo, I have a daughter. That does take resolve. I mean, that's not easy to do sometimes. I mean, when you get caught up in those cycles, it's definitely not easy yeah. to, to even step back. Some people like have to go cold turkey in. in yes, those- facts, facts. And there's nothing wrong with that. Me personally, I always just have a problem uh, feeling like I just I don't think I could be that guy like at a place where like no no thanks I can't have one single drop like I just can't be that guy. So yeah. what I'm trying really hard to do is maybe just downgrade a little. You know mm. what I'm saying? I feel you. Um, well, you know we all have I, our things, yo. That's mine. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That was my that was my thing, but I'm actually I don't drink no more. I mean, I still. And there's nothing battle. wrong with that, man. I no, just, yeah, man. no. I, I just, I mean, I totally get what you're saying. You know, I mean, like, we had a cookout on the fourth, and like, you know, everyone else was here drinking, and like, it ain't gonna affect me. I don't care, you know. I'm chilling. So you, so you yeah. don't have a drop, right? Even when other people yeah. are around you. 
No, yeah, no, I'm I'm chilling though. But like, I was like, I was turning into a dickhead. Like, I wasn't even. Like, yeah, I know you. Yeah, I can tell sucked. you were a piece of shit when you were drunk. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. Oh yeah, I was a, I was a <laughs> mean <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, like, oh, you take you, you took your shirt off at the bar before. Um. He's taken his shirt off in my, my car oh. before. <laughs> that's the, no, that's, yeah. no, but, that's right, not the right, worst of it. Real, real oh, quick, here's a, here's a quick story. Oh, taking boy. a shirt off story. Uh, Owen was there. Uh, I was at uh, – my boy went to college in uh, 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 Newton. And um, I got fucking – this was before I turned into an asshole and I got drunk and I just got drunk and stupid. He's right and, on uh, the line. Right on oh, the line. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was being a dick that night, I'm sure, too. But uh, so right. we left this party or whatever, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't know. I told Owen to fucking punch me because I was being – I knew I was being a dick. And uh, <laughs> and then I don't know what uh, – oh, so, like, he fucking – I think he, he hit me, and then, like, I just fucking turned around, took my shirt off. I was in a white beater. There was snow everywhere. I fucking laid right in the snow pile. And I'm like chilling. He's this. like, dude. He's like, dude, get up. You're gonna get hypothermia. I'm like, nah, I'm chilling. And then I fucking book it, dude. I end up being a missing person. They put a bolo out for me because they couldn't Shut find the fuck me. Up. I swear to God, dude, that's fucking, that was drunk Eastman for you. That's like, a yo, great shirts off story. Yo, I hit the fucking emergency beacon for the campus police at 10 a.m. Wow. And, and I hit it, and I and it was only because I didn't know where I was, and I hit it, and I go. Uh, <laughs> I go, they go, yeah, campus police. I go, yeah, I don't know where I am. And they go, what's your name? And I go, Dave. And they're like, are you so, are you Dave from, uh, I went to Bridgewater State at the time. Yeah, and, yeah, go, yeah. and they're like, are you Dave from Bridgewater State? And I'm like, uh, yeah, why? And they're like, hold tight. We'll be right there. And I'm like, <laughs> what shit, the fuck did I do? had a fucking Amber Alert on him. Holy <laughs> shit. They're like, they're like, we're glad you're all right. Mm, dude, oh, fucking, man. The kid who pulled up. I mean, I was probably like 20 at the time. I forget, like 19 or 20. Kid who pulled up, he was probably like 25. And he's like, you had a good night, huh? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, man, what, I'm like what's going on? He goes, we had a bolo out for you. There was like, I guess state police were looking for me. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I don't I would think not, they would let would you leave. I would not want to drink with you. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You I, don't wouldn't. Like, I don't like dudes like that Like, because I'm, I'm – one thing so about me, it I was stressful. That dude. It was stressful. Eastman was a liability when he was drunk. Yes, but now we all, we all got yeah. that boy, though, right? We all got no, that boy. No, exactly. Too. Yeah, when they stick drink, to the pot. Stick to the pot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Calms me down. We all, yeah. we, we all got that boy fucking couple shots in, shirts off, ready to right. with whoever. And it's like, right. I'm it's like, yo, we're just trying to chill and have a good time. Like, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, I wasn't always trying to fight i was definitely trying to like you were aggressive that, though that's the other thing the party never ended either you know Facts. Oh, that's true and uh so you could have you know. hit me up back then three four hundred i would have had you set <laughs> <all> <laughs> <night>. <laughs> oh man if i he's doing well though what are you the, nine the, months now? the, the good the, thing is you're doing the, great right now yes yeah you know, i'm living i'm feeling great i mean not not that great that we were talking about before where you're like, you can't t nobody touch me type shit. But, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. feeling great, you know? It's a like, beautiful thing, man. You know, like, life, life's too good right now. So, Word up. You know, that, that's where I'm getting my mind. I'm Cheers getting to my that. writing back. You know? Cheers, Cheers to that. that. <laughs> I got water for you. Cheers to sobriety. I got my brand new motherfucking... Oh, that thing's sick. Look at that. that East the Yeti mug. Austin's oh, big four Yeti's coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. you know. Just absolutely. Gang. 
Yo, so back to uh, I want to go back to the podcast real quick. You guys got nominated last year, Boston Music Awards, right? We did. What did that feel like? That must have been pretty cool. Felt weird because of how much shit we talked about the Boston Music Awards for two years straight. <laughs> Maybe it was a spiteful <laughs> nomination. They're like, it might have been. It might have been. Listen we, now. We definitely <laughs> talked a lot of shit about the BMAs and just like, you know, as an artist, like I'm. I know that I'm not, I know when I dropped Man of a Thousand that it, 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 that it didn't fucking go gold, right? I understand this, right? Yeah. But I also know that, like, it's, it was probably better than, like, whatever the fuck they put in the category. That right, right. Yeah. Right? I so, think there's like, some bias that go into those elections. Oh, there's so, absolutely yeah. some bias. One thousand percent. And then I also know, like, some behind the scenes shit. Like, I know that it's it's no different than anything else as far as being political, like, you know, I'm not going to name names and shit, but I, I do know nominees that are cool with people who pick the nominees and right. literally hang out with them and shit like that. Right. Mm. When I see shit like that, and I especially when I see shit, don't really bother me because I know it's all fuck shit. At the end of the day, everything from that show all the way up to the Grammys is fuck shit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All fuck shit. Yep. But when shit, it bothers me, though. <laughs> like it, bo- it bothered me when, like, when you know you're nicer than people yeah. at... The thing they're being honored for, it's like, it makes you feel some sort of way. Like, we're human, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, but but then you also don't want to get too far in that category where you're just like this fucking bummed out rapper on the fucking internet because because them motherfuckers do suck. You all suck. Yo, most of you suck, straight up. Right. Yeah. So, like, you don't want to be, I don't want to be in that category piece of shit rapper complaining either. Right, cause, right. Because like, my shitty single and pop off and get a BMA award, like. I don't right. give a fuck to that extent, but I also know what it is because I know people. Like I know what it is, but you know. Yeah. I mean, you see, you see the same people getting nominated every year, like some of the same names, and it's, you know, you can you can tell there's something going on behind the scenes where it's more it's more than just who's selling the most or who's making yes. the most music. Yes. It's more than that. Yeah, and to an extent, you can't blame people, but uh, I, I guess you can't blame people for having like those like tendencies to go for people that maybe in their minds are bigger like i guess yeah, if you yeah. know someone more yeah. you might be thinking that they're bigger so you're kind of oh. affirming yourself that way and um, if you're on that board and you fucking know somebody personally you're probably listening to their shit right so exactly but when it becomes clear like there's definitely a, a chance i think those people have to step back and realize like I think you can tell like we're all picking the same people here like there's pretty some, much yeah 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 and that's I, what was i, I will to answer the question, though, as far as the podcast, the Stuck on Stuff podcast being yeah. nominated this year, that was actually the first year that the Boston Music Awards even had that category for um, right, right, for podcasts and shit. And um, so I was like, yeah, you know, it's dope. And then when I saw the list, I was like, oh shit, there's like fucking nineteen motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like they just reached out to podcast, but uh, nah, yeah. it wasn't that many. I'm exaggerating, mm-hmm. but like, it obviously felt dope to be nominated for something, but. Uh, I remember at the time telling Stiz, like, I might have said it on the show, but if not, I said it in real life. I was like, you know, it just is crazy, like, how much time and effort I put into writing, like, dope songs and shit. I remember you saying that on the podcast. Yeah, and then to to, to, to get nominated for just, we we literally do what what you guys do. We plug this shit in, Mm -hmm. and we hit record, and we start talking shit. And I remember telling them, yo, we got nominated for talking shit. Man, I put so much fucking effort into what I do, like songwriting wise. Yeah, and I was like, so in that way, I felt weird about it. But you know, we we put the video out because it was comical. It was right. like, 
Oh, we switched sides. Yo, we fucking love to be amazed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we did talk, if you listen to the show, that, you know, we, we talk mad shit about um, them specifically, but not just, you know, yeah. all, all of them in general. You know, I know Derek Lemire tried to, he did a, uh, he didn't try, he did for one year. Um, he did a uh, New England musical or uh, hip hop awards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I, I, I do remember that, yeah. He did that like a couple years ago up in Hampton Beach. And I went yep. to that. Millie's went to that. Term went to that. We, we, we were just, we're close to Hampton up here in Lawrence, yeah. in Averill Lawrence. So, you know, that's not where I'm at now. I will not disclose my location, but. Um, no worries. But, you know, it's close for us to go to Hampton. So let's check this out. It's fucking New England Hip Hop Awards. Maybe it's different than BMAs, right? Mm. You know, Derek Lemire, yo, we're going to be different and all this shit, right? Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it was the it was the same shit, but he didn't do a, 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 a second year or a third year, so that must be a wrap. I don't know. Probably yeah. costs yeah, more. It's probably expensive, I imagine. I don't know that you really make much money off a show like that. Yeah, so, especially if you're, like, pressing up fucking trophies and shit, yeah, whatever the yeah. fuck. I don't know what they were giving out. But, it, it plaques or whatever. Yeah. But now, being made, it was, come on, it's always – at the end of the day, man, you talk shit, it's always cool if somebody – Fucking, I, I don't know how it works. And I know there's a bunch of people that pick shit for the BMAs. Yeah. Somebody obviously ha- must have offered us up at the table. And yeah. f- you know, for that, I'm cool with it. Um, You guys got a dope thing going on here, too. I yeah, we're, we're hoping to get nominated trying. this year. We're, but if <laughs> yeah. it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's yeah, if we don't, year. then who cares? Yeah. Who even cares about the BMAs? So, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. exactly. If it don't happen, it's <laughs> fuck the BMAs. If it right. happens, <laughs> yo, everybody vote right, right. now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how we're looking at it. <laughs> but but real shit, the dope the dope shit about it is just being in the building that night and and just and mingling and shit and, and yeah. meeting meeting dope people and shit like I, I went a just to go. It was fun, night. yeah. Yes. Oh, you did you go to last year's one? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dope. yeah I mean, I was I was meeting people that was mad cool and they're like people I would never know otherwise. Like meaning like they was like in a rock and roll category or some shit. Right. Something I know zero about. Like, and you know you chop it up, you meet people. It's a, it's a dope experience. Yeah, the performances were dope too. Yeah, yeah, Jack had a press pass, there. and I'm so jealous. I wanted. I did one. have a press pass. How'd you pull that off? But not, but your boys went. It's it's one for <laughs> org, I guess, is what I've been told. Uh, I, I think you guys could have got one. Dude, well, well, I, I should have applied. <laughs> you should have. I didn't even think you about. You should have. Next year. Yeah, I, it's, I didn't, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I remember Jack got uh, the press pass. He had his fucking little camera in there. Oh yeah, I got the I had I had the smallest camera of anyone. Everyone else has like these huge professional cameras. I got like my little Sony. Hey, if it shows HD, it doesn't matter. Go back and peep the um. Whenever you're bored one day, peep the um. What's the our Boston Calling episode of uh, Stuck on Stuff uh, when Eminem was the headliner uh, last year or whenever it was. Oh, right. And yeah. there's a crazy story about us uh, how how we used this as a uh, press pass. Like we weren't supposed to be in like the ill ill spot. Yeah. Uh, I, fin- I finagle some ill shit with like the security every time we went through. It, it was <laughs> Hell dope. yeah. Hell yeah. So, so you gotta do what you can do sometimes, man. You just yo, Absolutely. just act like you're supposed to be there and somebody might think you're supposed to be there. You yeah. Know? In right. situations like that, maybe like forgery isn't such a big deal, right? You Not know? really. Fake passes. <laughs> what? Not an issue. Fake passes me, are real passes. Me and Jack fucking <laughs> We pulled the little uh, sneaker one yeah, time. Yeah, we we snuck into uh, you know the movie The Other Guys with Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell, yeah. We snuck into the premiere for that movie back in what was it like 2011 when it came out. Yeah, yeah. but there badass. was like like Troy Brown was up in there. Uh, Teddy yeah. Bruschi was in there. Oh, you're talking about um, like the fucking the not pod. the regular movie theater. No, no like the yeah, actual the party. Viewing. 
the viewing. Me, yeah. yeah, the viewing party and like the after party. And so like dope, we like, we're like walking through and we with one of our other boys and we're like, yo, what's up with all these people in the suits? And then and like we saw like one of the pats or something. And then uh, either you or Burke was like, yeah, there's, it's the other guys, like their party or something. Yeah. So we fucking went to, uh, we ran to our houses, grabbed suits. Jack's dad hooked me up with a suit. So <laughs> I fucking threw it on. <laughs> The, we're walking up. We get dude. These bracelets. Where was I? Yeah, where were when you? did this happen? Uh, I was, I was a while ago. Dude, yeah, we get, we get bracelets. People are walking out of the party, and we we took their bracelets from. Them. They gave them to us, and then we went yeah. to this pizza place, used their stapler, stapled the bracelets on, and then <laughs> got into the party. That's dope. Dude, this we're, is we're, like we're 007 shit. Yeah, right. That's and then we're in yo, there we, for about yo. <laughs> Burke brought an apple. He was like, "I'm gonna say this is from Mark Wahlberg." <laughs> He's like, I'm yeah. going to say I brought fruit for him. What the fuck? <laughs> well, dude, and then that, we, were in there. we were in there for like 10 minutes, and then uh, some guy was like, let me see your wristbands, and he saw the staples in them and asked us to leave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Less successful we were, than I expected. Yeah. We like tried to, when we first walked in, we like snuck in the side, and there was a cop sitting right there, and he looked at us and fucking started laughing as we walked Also, in. it was 21 over. It was 21. Yeah, that's what it was, too. Yep. And we were like 18 at the time. I looked like I was oh, like 15. Boy. Yeah, you guys oh, yeah. messed up. Jack didn't have that huge beard going on. No, yeah, that shit reminds face. me of like the early days at, at Middle East, like when when, when Leeds it was Leeds, you know, like Leeds would be doing shows, but like I was younger, like trying to get a uh, like I was like, <laughs> too, so this don't it's not as creepy as it sounds, but trying to get a younger bitch in that wasn't twenty one. So so they I mean so they didn't have the X on the hand. They used yeah. to do the X on the yeah. hand if you was eighteen and over show, right? Yeah. But you yep. weren't twenty one, so they knew you couldn't drink. And like I would get my shit on. And try, yo, them fucking joints were mad tough, right? Mm, the, yep. the yep. And if you did, if you were able to get them on to get it, to get it, put it like on somebody else and get it back on and have that shit look natural it was crazy. Leeds will hate me if he hears this shit, but yo, I used to do that shit all the time, yo. <laughs> all the time. Dude, my, we did a show, uh, we did a show at the Middle East like probably like five, six years ago. And uh, it was fucking sold out. My boy was there. He fucking, First, he got kicked out because he was so drunk he fell through the merch table. Love it. Oh, then, that, was, that was Billy John's, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> so then, so you then, just blew up his John. spot, he, bro. My he, bad. Shout out Billy he, John's for the fucking <laughs> Dudley boys through the table, actually. <laughs> he, he, uh, he went through the table. They kicked him out. He, uh, he bought another ticket, got back in. Oh, my God. I think I then, remember this night. Uh, but – but they let him back in with a under twenty one bracelet, so he couldn't drink anymore. He couldn't drink, yeah, yeah. So one of us goes up and gets him a beer. He's standing there with a beer in the middle of our set. He gets pulled out again. The Yank. security sees him drinking. Pull him out, kick him out. He fucking what did he do? He changed his shirt or something? Oh my <laughs> Third god! Third time's a charm, kid. Dude, he got. He was getting coming down the stairs, and the kid, the dude, came flying down the stairs after him, grabbed him, fucking Yanked ripped him out. <laughs> Damn, oh, I forgot about that aspect of it too. Like when you do have girls in there that got the X's, or even your man's, you get people in there and they had the X's, but like trying to get sneak them the beers, right? Remember that? Right. Yeah. Forgot right. about that. And then because every time they go like this, there's a giant fucking X right here. Right. Yeah, exactly. guards like that. Like, <laughs> exactly. Dude, they're hawks down there. They really yeah. are. They don't fuck around. Well, it's not a huge room. You can see everything. I mean, if you're yeah, like true. a little bit raised up, it's what's not the like... most What's the most popping, like, shoulder to shoulder fucking show that you ever been to as a fan at the Middle East? Downstairs. Oh, 
Maybe Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli, it might be. Yeah, that one was right. good. Slaughterhouse was dope, too. Yeah, dude. We fucking, we went either of those shows. We went to the Red Sox game, and then we left. And then we fucking, went to Slaughterhouse after. And we got into night. Slaughterhouse after. And fucking right when we walked in, Joel was just starting with an acapella. We saw, like, that whole set. It was wild. That's dope. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. I did, um, I seen Prime there. Prime was crazy. That was a wild show. Was that I had that show? I seen yes. the image of that show. That show looked yes. crazy. I couldn't make it to that one. I heard the one, um, I sucks man i didn't get to either of these battles but when primo battled um what do you battle p rock yep p rock i heard i heard that shit was one of them joints that you couldn't even walk through like show yeah. shit. i heard it was like 150 degrees in there or something yeah, like it was crazy hot that's the worst when it's like that but uh, oh, it's- the, the most popping one i seen like that like it was so packed is like uh it was either it was either maybe it was the bone thugs and harmony one um oh yep I think I went with Dead Eye to see Bone Thugs. I was like maybe four or five years ago. Um, that shit was crazy. No, I'm longer, probably six years ago. No Busy Bone either. That, that shit was crazy packed. I heard the Dipset one, or it was either Cam or it was Dipset. I heard that one was crazy. But you got to understand, that, what's ago? the max? What's the max in there? It's five something. So I mean, right. Yeah. You get a big name in there, your shoulder to shoulder, you know. I, right. I like it when, it when there's a little breathing room in there. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But still popping like there's people all the way to the back, but you can still kind of yeah. walk through if you need to. Right. Yeah. Get some, get some air for a second. Yeah. Well, um, the Slain and Terminology show, uh, when they dropped that album, the, anti- the anti-hero album, show. That show was fucking packed. Yeah, that, that was dope. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that was dope. It's crazy um, whenever we do a show with Slain, right? Because it's just a bunch of wild puerto ricans and then a bunch of bald mother bald white irish looking dudes like, th- like this guy like this tattoos. guy yo but they be having fucking yeah. they look like bike like they'll be like biker looking dudes in there and shit like yeah. it's just very easy to be like who's there for slain and who's there for t yeah and like oh. but the beautiful thing is never been like no issues no fights no nothing between like the randoms it's, but that, oh, yeah. yo, that's good slain term crowd is always a mad interesting crowd to me <laughs> Yo, That's it just funny. popped up on my memories. I went to uh, nonfiction uh, like four or five years ago out at the Palladium, and it was nonfiction and Slain, and fucking Slain brought Term out, and that's when they announced the anti-hero album. They got that show or whatever. Oh, but like I, I popped, it popped up in my memories because Term came out and did Watch How It Go Down, and fucking, I think they actually did a song off anti-hero that they already had uh, oh. Cause I I, that, I think that's how they introduced it. They're like, yo, we're doing a um, a collab album, and uh, like basically like, here's one. That album, that album got some fucking joints, man. I love that oh, album. Oh yeah, I love that album. Uh, I did a write up on it. I think I literally sent I sent Slane an email last night. Still waiting to hear back. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got an idea for this new album. So we'll, see, that, we'll see where that goes. Word, dope. We got well, to. You, uh, you at least had the feature with them uh, before. You guys had that sucker motherfucker. Yeah, the sucker. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sucker motherfucker with Slane and Jason. That's on the first yeah. album. You yep. suck. A real sucker motherfucker. That's yo. Jason always hit me up to this day, even though the album's mad old now, four years old. He's like, yo, you gotta shoot a video for that, fam. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo I already dropped a new album. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did have a question about the album, by the way. So, I know you, you, you know, you work quick. Was this album just a spur of the moment because you were quarantined, or were you already working on this for nah, a while? I was, this is 
it wasn't spur of the moment. I'm, I'm constantly making music, right? And what happens is uh, like I end up, um, I would imagine like any other artist, like I, I, I always like fucking last minute add shit and then minus shit and then minus shit and then add shit until yep. I feel like I have a perfect fucking product. I thought, I thought this one. Also, I'm like a, I'm, I'm a less is more. I always subscribe to less is more, whether it's how many tracks or how often you drop. I, I think fucking, uh, I'm, you know, quality over quantity. I always been that tight. Yeah, yeah. Leave, 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 wanting more and shit. Like, um, well, I was gonna say that's definitely a good thing about you because you you got people wanting more. You know, like, yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Man. There's only ten yeah. tracks on this album. Uh, it's it's eleven cuts, but one is, is just a little skit. With so it's yeah, 10 yeah. Tracks. That's a good number, though. I like that's a good yeah, number. I, I fuck with ten. So I, when I was in the studio the other day, I bang out with whatever six seven joints. I'm like, that's it. Because going forward, I was only gonna do EPs or just slash single slash videos because that is 2020 it is what it is right yeah and i was like this is my last album so i'm just gonna drop them more frequently with you know five six seven tracks just eps you know how griselda did how everybody does yeah that. yeah yeah and um so i bang out like six seven joints the other day and that i was like yo but why don't you just make one more two more joints and it's an album you could charge more and i was like, <laughs> I was like oh, he's right take me i think I technically we never dropped an EP. I think I think you charge less or something when it is. Not that that's that's not even the reason why I do it. So I technically don't give a fuck, right? So yeah. like, he's right though. I'm, I'm just probably I, I know I know me. I'm gonna end up doing another joint or two, and just having it be a uh, probably an album, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, why not? You know, you're already right there. You know, unless it's like something that you know, unless you stick. You know, you want to stick to your guns. You know, you just stay. You know, yeah. do it. As you plan, you know. One thing, one thing I am gonna do going forward though is I, I am gonna, I'm gonna drop like and then drop and then drop and then drop, where like yeah. you know, in my head, come when I was younger, coming up, I was like, yo, this is dope. Like they ain't heard me in three years. Like when I drop, this is gonna be dope. But then I remember yeah. that I'm not fucking Jay Z. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you plus, got- it's it's different nowadays too. You know, with yes. you gotta that- you gotta keep people's attention because there's so and much that. there's so much shit out there. Exactly. So it's more it's more beneficial to you to just drop a single once every fucking two or three months and just right. push the sing push the fuck out the single. I yeah. know, but I just fucking create so much that like it's probably gonna be more than a single. I won't front. You know what I mean? It's gonna be yeah. Yeah. Well, the video like. The video single, like that's—I mean, like you said, you know, it's 2020. That's kind of how it is. And that, uh, that Doc Antle record, that you know, it was—it was like a short, you know, it, and you made it right on your like the video. You yeah, did that it right shit on was phone. like I was actually gonna have somebody come here and shoot something real quick, and then fucking I forget what happened, and then Stiz, Stiz Grimey actually was like, "Yo, do a do a Triller." And I was like, so yeah, I downloaded yeah. Triller. I did a shit mad quick, a few takes, boom, just put it out. Just quarantine is a weird fucking time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like we're all we're all kind of trying how to learn trying to learn how to navigate this thing. Like yeah. no nobody really knows like the best the best strategy right now, but we're yeah. all kind of just trying different things. I, it's crazy because like I, how much money I pay for Xfinity and shit like and I was watching um whatever it was last night. Didn't really matter what channel, every channel I put on, the shit looked like this, what I'm looking at right here. I'm talking about 
number one fucking news channels. Like right. fucking mm. sport, sports, any of the sports channels. Everybody's they zooming. This, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Bad bread to watch Zoom on TV right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. If you really think no about sports, this shit. nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. And like we're paying mad bread for that shit. Like, but yeah, it's just a weird ass time. Everything looks like this right now. Like entertainment, right. visual, visual. Yeah. Zoom, Zoom yeah. is having themselves a year. Yeah. There's a few people <laughs> that popped off during quarantine. Zoom is probably in number one on that. Show. Yeah, absolutely. I know, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I heard the guy made already made like God, I forget what it was. He's made over I, I gotta look it up. The amount that he's made this year already is ridiculous. The guy yeah, who founded Zoom. You gotta cause Zoom was probably popping before yeah, this shit. I was but, using it at work. But now it's this. like everyone's yeah. talking about it. It's yeah. the new it's you know, it's how we communicate now. Before we wrap up, we gotta talk about uh we gotta talk about Stiz Grimy watching that movie. I was gonna say I've been dying to get to this kid. <laughs> So he's All still right, so alive, right? I've I seen the clip of Stiz doing that. He's clearly yeah. still alive. I I'm also I still alive. That. I watched the movie. You watched uh, tell it? Him, tell him yes. what the fuck you're talking about, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah everybody. Right. Just some, some preface here. Stiz Grimy, this is how I discovered it. He put out a, a short video. I actually don't think – I said it was a story, I think, off air, but I think he did post it. Of, uh, yeah, I think so. He explained that there, um, there is a movie – that allegedly the viewer dies at at some at some point after watching the movie, either during or after watching. And the then movie. he gave mad like crazy, literal examples, right? right. Of like, there's yes. like a long history of people watching this movie. Long history, and then like from the they 80s. finally found it in the vault like years later, and then they watch it in a movie theater, and like people in the movie theater died. It was right. just crazy shit. What death, is, was, death was always tied to the shit. Kind yes, of. Is, is this movie The Ring? No, no, well, it's, it's kind of the same concept, but there's yeah, like yeah. the folklore Except about like real life, right? Yeah, well, so I, I guess disclaimer: it's not real. But the I, what's not real? What's not real? The movie or the pot that well, you died? So the right? the movie is real. Obviously, you don't die because I did watch it. But the, <laughs> uh, the stories around it are like so. It's almost like <laughs> the Blair Witch Project, where it's um, right. It's like they tell you that in the beginning of the movie. But it's like part of the movie. It's not like they like do that. And then they're like, oh, by the way, you should stop watching at this point. We're going to show you the band footage. And then at the end, they like explain like how they put it together. But it is like a movie that came out in 2018. It's not actually from the 80s. Um, but uh, really? Like, yeah. And it's funny because I was reading some of the criticism about it. And I it was... Um, Cause it's if you watch it, like they just basically put like a sepia filter on it and just like make it a little grainy. It's still like high def, like the, the footage. Crazy like, high it, def stuff. But it's I feel like, like the way they just described it though is like the actual movie was like from back in the day. I felt like. Well, they right. so ex basically what he described, and I was like, that's why I the same day I saw him post that, I like found the movie and watched it. It is it is on Amazon Prime if anyone's trying to watch it. Yeah, I, I heard uh, that. I seen people in his comments. All right. Yeah. So basically, so, he's a lying uh, piece of shit. <laughs> no, I mean, he got me to watch it. It was good marketing. But I was like, I'm looking at it thinking like, um, but the movie was like, it was pretty creepy. It was basically like this girl and her little brother are trying to dig a hole to hell to redeem the soul of their dead dog. And uh, <laughs> Of course, there's watching okay. that piece of shit. Dude, it was kind of weird. And um, I mean, it leaves like a lot like to your imagination, but it was pretty interesting. I was curious if you had watched it because like before learning like 
because they it's one of those things like i don't know if you guys had ever seen that mermaid documentary that came out like five years ago where no. they were like they were dead no, serious. No. I haven't seen it, any mermaid documentaries. It was no. basically like a Bigfoot thing, but they fronted like they had found mermaids, that they had videos of mermaids from submarines. And this like scientist just sat like in this room and he's like, yes, so like we've seen this and this is what happened. And, and they were dead serious about it, but it was fake, the whole thing. It was on like Discovery Channel. That's and so was, corny, man, because then that, that blurs the... the the word documentary, you know what I mean? It's and like, so like the criticism of like, there is a disclaimer, but it's like really small and it's at the super beginning and they have it really briefly. Like you admit, it's so easy to miss. Yeah. And um, I like read about that later. Cause I never saw the disclaimer. I just remember being like, Oh, this is a real documentary. They had like, you were halfway in like, Oh shit is really mermaids. I watched <laughs> the whole thing and I told people about it. And then later I like read about it being like, Oh, it actually was fake. You gotta be kidding me. So that's like what this movie was kind of like. They, the whole thing, like if you just watch it, it's like, they say that this is real, but when you like research the movie, it was made in 2018 and it's like, it is fake. So I yeah, was yeah. like, wow. I was I want zero in the beginning. I want zero parts of any weird fucking movie Steve Grimey tells you to watch. I don't want it. I didn't want to blow up his spot and say it was fake, but I needed to know immediately when I heard about it. So all those stories, all those stories about like the movie theater burning down, that's all fake? Yeah, what is that from? It's from the same movie. Like in the first like 20 minutes, they like explain the lore of the movie. So that's like. Within the movie, like inside the movie. It starts like as if it's a documentary and they're like talking about the movie and there's like a guy who's like an expert on the movie and he's like, I've never seen it, but from what I understand, like, and he starts like explaining it and then like, then they're like, it's not a bad idea. It's pretty smart, actually. I watched it. Yeah. As far as getting, as far as getting people to watch your shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so the original movie came out in the eighties though. Right. Like, no, no, 2018. So there isn't, there's no original movie. Like, no. And that's why I was saying like the original movie that they show is in like high definition. Like it's good quality video that they basically just put like a filter on. It was all a lie. So even more chance, zero chance that I watch that shit ever in my life. now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's, It's kind of funny, but it's, uh, it's, it was interesting. And they show like, like fun thing i like to see like imagery of of all that stuff so it's kind of fun you know all if right, you've let's, ever seen. let's um before we wrap up let's talk about some stuff yeah yeah all right so, let's talk about some stuff so today so today earlier today i seen um i'm sure you guys seen this elliot wilson a bunch of people posted this uh the shit vince staples said he said i'm a quote that's why i'm looking down atlanta got the best rappers ever and it's not even close just curious Man. what you guys think about that statement uh no that's i mean atlanta has some great rappers atlanta has some great rappers but to say it's not even close is like that's biased that sounds like someone from atlanta said that but he's not from atlanta yeah i think atlanta builds each other up more than anyone else and we we give them that that before no yeah absolutely them them in texas yeah no they they kind of like set the blueprint for like kind of working together as a city you know what i mean but yeah but but no i don't agree with that i don't agree with that Here's what yeah, happens. Sometimes, is, sometimes people um, use the word uh, best or greatest when what they mean to say is favorite. And it's, yeah. two, it's, two, it's two different right. things. I always say when people ask me, yo, yo, who's the best rapper ever? I'm, I always stop them in their fucking tracks. I'm like, are you asking me who's the best or the I always say greatest? that too because my, my top 10 favorite is different from my top 10 greatest ever. Thank you. Know? you. Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a difference. So for somebody, you know, Especially in a in a position like that, to, to say the best, 
come from Atlanta and it's not even close. Like the best, he ba- he basically means his favorite rappers is from Atlanta, basically. Yeah, right. That's what the and it's like. Mean. What what kind of rap are we talking about? Because Atlanta has a lot of you know Gucci Mane and Two Chains and right. like and then, stuff then, like then that. Have, then but then they have, have Andre Three Stacks yeah. and like so it's like which which are we talking about? You know, Ben Staples must have forgot about Brooklyn for a second and then, seriously, and like I think I think in no New York. Shit. I think I think New York is is the hip hop capital. Like, uh, so so since that shit dropped today, like the Atlanta got the best rappers ever, not even close. So, who really does? And it's not even close for me. I would say Brooklyn, and then secondary, I would probably say Queens. Yeah, but New York as a whole, New York City as a whole. Yeah, has, you can, has yeah the best. I, I wouldn't I mean, know yeah, enough to break gonna, it down into the boroughs like that. Brooklyn's okay. definitely Brooklyn's definitely. You know, if you want to do it by state, then it's too easy. It's New York. Right. Yeah. But no, yeah, if you go by the boroughs, it's got to be Brooklyn because you got Jay-Z and Biggie. I mean. You got Jay, I mean, Big, and, and Fab. Fab. Um, yeah, no, and tons of, like, underground talent. A million rappers. A million. I, I mean, I catch a ton of heat for this, but, like, I, I respect Jay and I respect Biggie, but I, I don't know. Then this is a favorite thing. They, they ain't. He's going to Queens, I can tell. He's a Nicki Minaj fan. That's what it is. This is oh yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I always like. I loved like Tupac, and I loved. Pac's my but, favorite. Yeah, All Tupac. Right, in a rap Tupac. battle, who would win, Tupac or Six Nine? Oh, well, <laughs> obviously, that's Pac. Next no, question. But the, no, but the answer. Uh, that was the worst question I ever. My had. bad, bro. <laughs> That was almost as bad as how you got your name. How you got your name, yo. <laughs> uh, Queen, yo, but, but it's got but Queens, because Queens, you got Nas, you got Marvin, yep. you know, yeah. what I'm saying? 50, yeah, 50. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. yeah got, Harlem, Harlem's got a good a good cast too, though. That's true. You got uh you got Cameron, Joel Santana, you got uh yeah, Big L. Big L. Oh, Big L. Yikes, that really evens the playing field right there. Yep. Yeah. Um I love shit like this, man. Um but I, I brought that up because uh, a it's a dope topic. But for him to say that shit today, Atlanta, and, and then to say it's not even close, one trillion percent bugging. Oh yeah. First bugging. of all, like music is subjective. You can't say it's not That's, even close. You know what I mean? Exactly, no matter what yeah. you're talking about, if you're talking about your top five, you can't say, "Oh, Biggie's the best," and it's not even close. Two. Not when you the best, use the word. When you use close. the word "best," you can't do no, that. If you use you the can't word do best. that. It's subjective. He might be the best to you, but his music right. can connect Which with other people the way he connected the- with you. Which means he should be using the word favorite. Right, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what he meant. He meant favorite. Because, yo, let's not get it twisted. We love Three Stacks. We love Luda. We love T.I. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Amazing rappers. Like Absolutely. But, I don't know, Jay, they ain't fucking with, um, they ain't fucking with Brooklyn or Queens, in my opinion. But, um, no, no, yeah. absolutely not. Yo, I agree. yo, quickly, yo, I just want to mention this shit. Because I don't know if I'm doing a podcast th- uh, this weekend. Um. On a way, like, literally 10 minutes ago before I got on here, I had to hit the store real quick, get something for my daughter. And I had the sports hub on like I always do. Sorry, Stiz. And um, <laughs> and um, it wasn't a regular cast. I, I didn't recognize their voices. They were like fill-ins or something right now. And it was yeah. the late show, so it would have been, what, the Adam Jones type of hours. Right. Yeah. But they were, they were fill-ins, right, because they're vacation people. The motherfuckers were playing cameo roulette. I swear to God, that's a game I created on Stuck on Stuff two weeks ago. No way. Doing that shit for two weeks straight. I'm pulling into the driveway. 
and these motherfuckers are on Cameo guessing the prices of celebrities and shit. I swear to God, that is a wow. Superstar Snuck exclusive, a Snuck on Stuff exclusive. Wow. I don't know. So they're listening. We're going to have to oh, put this listening. out. You Granted, know they're listening. It's not the most original shit in the world, and I can I can picture somebody in a different and a bunch of but different. The timing, models. the timing is questionable for the sure. The timing is super questionable because I noticed some people from Sports Hub that follow that follow. And, and so, radios absolutely. are struggling right now, so yes, they, uh, right. They're looking for anything. They're, tar- they're turning the podcast to look for content. Probably, yeah. I bet just, they are. I ju- I'm just saying. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I came up with that shit on Stuck on Stuff two weeks ago. Hey, we did it two, two weeks in a row. They've been listening. Come They've on, definitely man. been listening. Get your shit together, guys. I, just on the I know, right? <laughs> well, hey, you know, we uh you know, we appreciate you coming on. Next time, hopefully we ain't quarantined. You can we'll uh, we'll all meet up in the basement or whatever. Yeah, yeah. man, let's get in. So, so next time I drop an album, we come on, we talk about it. Yeah, let's absolutely. do it for sure, absolutely. brother. Whenever you want to come on, you're welcome. Yo, last to leave. Yes, all platforms. Make sure you go all platforms. I got it on Spotify. Yeah. That's just my Yo, preference. Like, my favorite. What, what, what? Spotify. My favorite. Spotify is your favorite? Yeah. The motherfuckers yeah, I, I go the with least amount of money out of everybody. But oh, everybody's really? favorite. Yeah, yeah. They're the worst. You're on Tidal? Title gives you the most. Yeah, yeah. Do they? Yeah. I, that's what I thought. And there's one more, right? Who started the other? It's, a, it's Apple so, music. This well, is the weird. So, so title will give you the most. Uh, amount of, of bread per spin, right? But there's the least amount of people on title. Yeah. Right. Spotify, you get on these crazy playlists and shit. And in general, people are fucking with Spotify, but they pay the less. But yeah. you get a lot more spins on there because it's just kind of what everyone's on, right? Right. Yeah. So it's this weird ass thing. Apple's somewhere in the middle. I'll break it down to you real quick per thousand spins, right? Per thousand spins on iTunes or Apple Music. Uh, Averages about uh, somewhere around fifteen dollars you get for a thousand people playing your shit, right? Mm. Okay. Um, the Spotify equivalent of a thousand is about seven dollars and fifty cents somewhere around it. So it's like half of what Apple's giving. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't know the exact breakdown of the title, but um, they uh, they do more than, than all of them. But again, yeah. not as many people's on that shit. Most people's on Spotify. Because the thing about Spotify, you get on a playlist or you get on the shit. And you're getting you're getting out there more on Spotify, right? Right. Yeah. So Spotify is like, more of like Spotify is more of like a social uh, platform. Exactly. You know what you I mean? Some, like you can share playlists yeah. and stuff. It's like it's a better way to spread the word. But I guess they don't pay exactly. as much. Exactly. So. It's a better way to get out there, and it's a better way to right. spread the word. Yeah. So, get it how you get it. You know it is. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, yeah, we appreciate you, you coming on. Yes, we'll talk Yo. to you soon. Congratulations. Superstar on Stuck album. on everything. Stuck on Stuff is the podcast. Uh, Last to Leave is available everywhere. Thank you, guys. Thank Absolutely, you. Absolutely, man. Thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you, brother. Cheers. Cheers.